On today's episode of Talking Pictures, perverts lose, England loves bears, and Ethan Hawke thinks that he's really, really cool. Let's get rocking. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hey, Johnny. What's up? What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like your opinion, man. At no point were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. I award you no point. Wow. 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 And may God have mercy on your soul. Hi, hi, hiya, and welcome to Talking Pictures. It is Monday, September 3rd. I am Henry O'Shea, joined as always by the big man, Jack O'Shea. Goodbye, Ruby Tuesday. We are missing our sweet, sweet new Heisel, but we have a special guest here in his dead. Friend of the podcast, one of our greatest amigos, the Charlemagne of Charlottesville, Connor McInerney. This is a treat. It is a treat <laughs> for us. Let me, uh, let me just tell you that. Trust me. This is going to be a lot of fun. Uh, new and I are actually going to switch spots about halfway through the pod. He's going to take over my spot, do the movie review. All of that jazz. Mm-hmm. Operation Finale. I'm pumped to see it. Uh, it's going to be really intense. You know, not a lot of movies portray Nazis as a bad guy. <laughs> yeah. And so I'm excited to see. <laughs> they're really going for it here. Yeah, well, this is going to be a contra movie. We'll see if it pays off. Especially in 2018. Yeah, we'll see if it pays off. But uh, we've got a buttload to talk about. Let's hop in the pool. Let's start off with some big winners, some pathetic losers. Connor, this is something we do on the pod. I mean, you're a friend of the pod, so you know this. Who's winning this week? Who's losing this week? Okay. Mm-hmm. There's winners and losers in life. We I all got it. know I got this. It. I've all seen right? the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, winners. You want me to start? Yes. My first winner. Equestrians. You're a big winner. Yeah. You might say, Henry, I thought you hated horses and all things related. I do. Just kidding. I love them. Mm-hmm. But they are the winner because John Wick 3, the first photos just came out. And the first photo, the, literally the first one, like they're making John Wick 3, it's Keanu Reeves on a horse in New York City with the gun shooting a dude on a motorcycle next to him. The photo is incredible. I'm going to show it to you guys right now. It's absolutely fantastic. The, the, the photo is outstanding. The photo is legitimately like, you know how there's those rules? With He's like, still in the suit. With Civil War <laughs> statues, there's those rules where it's like, if the horse has all four paws on the ground, he died in battle. If, there, if the horse has yeah. two in the air, it means both he and the horse died <laughs> those in are the, the battle. And it's like, Blaze that is badass as fuck. Yeah. And you know who's vindicated by that? Yeah. Horse cops. Yes. Yeah. Yes. They're made fun of that's, all the time. That's who the real winner is. Yeah. You know what? I take it back. A question yeah. is the winner. Uh, that's my winner. Oh, yeah. Your winner, Connor. Horse cops. You're a big winner. They don't get enough love, and I feel like they don't really see enough action anymore. Yeah. And this just to show you, there might be some horse-related – there is some action you can get into. You know what must be so frustrating is just anybody who works with an animal like that where they have to have a sign that's like – Please do not play with this <laughs> yeah. dog. He's working. Yeah, <laughs> those Clydesdales are gigantic. Huge. Those horses are underratedly massive. I've never seen a race. them. I've never seen them be like, I haven't either. Stop that man. I haven't either. And horses are the only animals that we ride. Is that right? I guess we kind of ride bulls. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, we ride but, bulls. But not like to travel. But th- there's a reason for that. It's because horses, they're like the linebacker of the animals. Like they're just, I guess they'd be more like the LeBron of They're the also animals. our bitches. Yeah, they are. I though. mean, there's a whole, you're a workhorse. Yes. yes. So. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Couldn't say any better. Winner, Jackie. Uh, my winner is Kane. You're a big winner. The wrestler. The wrestler. The Undertaker's brother, as most people know him. Six foot 11, wears a mask. Sometimes he doesn't though sometimes he has hair too and sometimes he doesn't he doesn't from parts unknown anyway the real Kane <laughs> from parts unknown this is <laughs> intro as we've uh <laughs> as we've discussed previously in the pod he ran for the mayor of knoxville he won mm-hmm. uh knoxville tennessee not a throwaway city. no no this isn't no. some bump, university of tennessee 
Knoxville's the <laughs> Johnny Some Knoxville. Other stuff. <laughs> Knoxville is next to Nashville, the only city in Tennessee I know. We I, got I, Memphis. We Memphis. Got Memphis. I literally thought that was Memphis. I think uh, there's like an East West Memphis too. So, but keep going. Yeah. But but it's great, and this is just another sign that if you want to get into politics, statistically speaking, the profession that leads the most to politics, mm-hmm. percentage-wise, is wrestling. Jesse the Body Ventura. Um, Arnold actually Arnold doesn't really count. He's not a wrestler. Soon but, to be the Rock. Yes, The yes. Rock will be diving into politics soon. I'm, I'm I'll have it, my vote. Like Triple H. I'm blanking on one. There's one that's There's also like one. a big one. Yeah. But um, anyway, he is sworn in as the mayor. Pretty cool. Um, And I am really pumped for the amount of puns and metaphors he's going to use for just policy. Just him laying the smack down on tacit. Uh, here's my and question. And that it's going to get raw. Wow, you're when so it, you know, right. You're so <laughs> right. Um, Whatever's finishing move was, they're going to do that to the economy. Yeah, <laughs> and, I'm embarrassed, <laughs> and I'm embarrassed to say I don't remember his finishing move. So I don't either, actually, but I just looked this up. What are your odds? What do you think Kane is the biggest mayor in the history of America? Biggest? Can I give you his like height by and weight? weight and height and weight? Yeah. He's seven foot, 323 pounds. No way. Do you think that's the biggest politician? America's ever seen? I think Chris Christie's heavier than he is. You think Chris Christie's ever <laughs> I, I, I think. Have you seen some of those pictures of Chris? He's, a, he's an egg. Chris Christie jabs. They're easy, but they're always fun. But no, I mean, this isn't a jab. <laughs> Low hanging This fruit. is completely honest. Yeah, you're right. He's a portly gentleman. Him in the he baseball uniform. Uh, uh, it's one. At a certain point, you like man. lose where your your waist becomes like above <clears> your belly button. <laughs> all of a sudden, that poor man. I hope I get there one day. Like I really think it seems fun. Pants. Fit I'd like better. to be there once. Right. Yeah. Um. Moving on. Losers. Tombstone Power Driver. I thought it was Undertakers. Anyway, I thought so too. Losers. Uh, you want to go first with this one too? Yeah, my first loser. I got two losers. I sweet. So my first loser, thirteen-year-old boys. You are one pathetic loser. I know. Tough day. Thirteen-year-old boys. Is tough. They are the losers because HBO recently uh, removed all of their adult film porn, quote-unquote, Skinamax, as you might night? refer to it. All of their late-night porn entertainment is gone off HBO. So my loser, the only people who I think watch this, which is 13-year-old boys who's who at their home TV have HBO subscriptions. <laughs> yeah. You wander down at night, you might watch Cat House or one of these. Ugh. Not a lot of vagina <laughs> or, or not, penis. Not, a lot of kissing and touching, a lot of rubbing. No nudity, no sex, but... No, not a lot of dialogue, really. Or heavy dialogue until the action, then a lot of music. Themed, yes. yeah. You yeah. know, You know what I think goes unmentioned a lot in boy culture? What? That we all kind of like had sleepovers and mm-hmm. watched those together. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're very... And then you reached a point where you're like, all right, porn's real now, I'm not going to watch it with anyone. 100%. Yeah. Well, your first, your introduction, it's scary. It is. We we spent a lot of yeah. time talking about porn on this podcast recently, but I think it's a good thing. I think it's we're an informative mm-hmm. pod. We're trying to. But I've known you guys for a while. How many late night HBOs <laughs> did we sneak down? Yeah. Well, it's just it's what's available. It's, it's that and Dukes of Hazard, you know, and the movies where you see boobs every probably once or twice in the whole movie, but you yeah. can convince your parents, like, oh, there's no boobs in this movie and I whatever. Know. Yeah, I had no idea. Harold and Kumar. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> it's very complimentary the nudity. Yeah. It's, it makes it makes sense for the story. Yeah. And That's what a, what a great name, Skinamax. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I don't think it was actually called that. I think that was a nickname. No, no, it was. No, but it like, was. what a great... No, I think it was just a nickname, right? You or then Cinemax must have taken that. You know my favorite... Well, that's what I thought. You yeah. know my favorite channel, which I'm sure doesn't exist now, too, is they had the Playboy channel, Yeah. which obviously we never had, but uh, they also have the uh, Playboy After Dark channel. They do. How <laughs> much... They just played, like, hardcore porn. How much... Yeah, how much... <laughs> must be insane. It must be scary <laughs> stuff. How yeah. much harder can Playboy get? Yeah, it's like, always... We're always in the dark. And you know what's such a bummer? And it's this... Like, I'm kind of happy about this. Uh, because the only time I ever cross this content is when you're scrolling through, you're at a new place. Like we were mm-hmm. at the lake scrolling through the movie channels 
you run out of them, all of a sudden you're at these late night HBO Cinemax stuff and the titles are just so graphic. I don't want anybody walking by being mm-hmm. like, were you thinking about watching Neighbor Slut? <laughs> this yeah. or that? Like, it's those are off yeah. of my guide now. Thank God. Also, just quick question for both of you because I want to confirm that yeah. I'm not a weirdo. Mm-hmm. Um, we all watch porn. Right. I mean, yeah. it's are, you, are, are, are you asking if I'm a sinner? We, we, no, we've graduated past the HBO stuff. Yes, right. Exactly. But when I'm in a new place, like you're saying, mm-hmm. and it's like three o'clock in the day, and like maybe my mom's in the kitchen, <laughs> you click on the show to see if you get it. Right. To see like, if, yeah. oh, see like, if you have the channel. Hey, I wonder sure. if they pay for this. <laughs> well, it's just <laughs> when you a, get it, you see it. Hundred percent. Right? Oh. You're touching the fire. Does it burn? Okay. Does it? Do yeah. I feel the burn? So okay, not, and then I'm done. Yeah. No, I just want to know. I just want to know. That's it. Looks like they sprung for the gold package. Yeah. Exactly. This cable. Because you're sober. Every now and then, you click and you're like, no way, we have it. Like. Yeah. They must have messed up and accidentally bought all the channels. Like, and this is like, one they didn't see. Not interested in doing anything. I'm just gonna see if we pay for it. Yeah, I just want to find out. Just want to find out. Uh, loser. I can show you my second one. Um, yeah, my loser. S- very similar theme. Pervs. Oh no. What? You are one pathetic loser. Perverts. You lose today. Uh, you had a good run, but uh, the guy who <clears throat> hacked Jay Jennifer Lawrence, all those celebrities bunghole pictures if we're being honest right mm-hmm. all those nude photos who got leaked and they were all insane mm-hmm. it was like what in like 2015 2016 mm-hmm. there were four guys may 31st who did <laughs> i'll never forget the day what do they call it the fapping the yeah, yeah, that was a funny time but uh i guess a dark time for for some but uh i remember coming home and i remember being like you don't understand yeah anything. everything's changed literally every celebrity has a new pictures out there everybody <laughs> and it's like oh name them it's like oh that's terrible it's like I but, have to see. But where are they? This is, that's so awful. That website is so terrible. What is it called? Where, where do I find but, it? But, What's the URL? Just yeah. to make sure I avoid it. What? Yeah, just so I know. Uh, but uh, so three, there's four guys who hacked. Three of the guys are already sent to prison. And the fourth guy, George Garofano, he just got sentenced to eight months he in prison. He sounds so innocent. I know, right? Eight months in prison. The other three people, it's a minimum eight months, maximum 18 months in prison. Kind of well worth it, worth it. Uh, right? I almost wanted to make him a winner because it's like, honestly, that's not – I would have thought, thought it would be worse. I thought it was about to be like 10 years. Right? Like – Yeah. And which wouldn't really make much sense because it's like he didn't fucking kill anybody. But it is – I mean, that's that's about as bad as you – can you imagine waking up and it's like, Connor, all of your, your bunghole pictures are online. All of those? It'd be like, oh, no. <laughs> oh, how no. Many, how many – just tell me how many gigabytes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah exactly. How Connor, much storage? We're talking terabytes. <laughs> Jackie, who's your no. loser? My loser, surprise, surprise, is also Purr. You are one pathetic loser. No, bad week for Purrs. <laughs> what a three losers Damn. in a row. Three strikes are out for the Purrs. Damn. Uh, this time I'm talking about a bishop. What? Yeah, that's right. A bishop. <laughs> at Aretha Franklin's funeral, the yes. pictures are going around of R. Bill R. Clinton looking at Ariana Grande. He's not the loser of the week, though. He's just taking a look. We know what's going on, Bill. He's also smiling ear to ear. You're it's at like, a funeral. Bill, just close your mouth. That's all you got to do. The Oracle of Arkansas. Just stop. Yeah. That, that whole thing, if I'm going to be devil's advocate, and circumstantial. We'll see what happens. <laughs> I need to see video to really understand. I was he really staring or was this an awkward picture? Yeah. Anyway, the bishop, though, of the funeral, presiding over it, like legitimately felt up Ariana Grande. He really did. I've seen that, that like, photo. Like a very uncomfortable thing. It and Ariana even, Grande uh, moved his hand, which is just about <laughs> he, he literally must have been like, this is going to be a thing. So... Loser this week because then he just got trashed online. Yeah. Double loser because oh, no. this was his apology. I'm I don't know if it was apologized. a tweet or statement. This is his statement. Uh, I personally and sincerely apologize to Ariana and to her friends and to the whole Hispanic community. Why is that a loser? Because she's Italian. Oh, she's not no. Hispanic. Oh, no. Accidental racism. <laughs> is very. How, it turns out to be very intentional how racism. How can it get worse? <laughs> Ugh. 
How can it get worse than sexual allegations and stuff? Bring race into it. Uh, <laughs> you fucking idiot. What are you doing, Bishop? What's his name? And especially, too, it was like, this is at the funeral for the woman who's saying respect. Yeah. Yeah. P-E-C-T. Show me what it means to me. <laughs> Take a lesson. Take a lesson from Aretha, from the queen. What a bummer. And it also, it just was so... It's like, dude, the boob grab feel up. Mm-hmm. It's the most obvious one in the book. Hard like, to see. He could have gone for the butt grab. No one would have What are you doing? You can just see it on the photos, and she just looks so uncomfortable. And you're a bishop. Bad luck. Here's here's one excuse that I read actually online. I, I, I only, can't wait to hear it. <laughs> the only one that actually makes sense, and I kind of do get it. Kind of. She's incredibly small. She, she is. went to she put is. his arm around her. Okay. Oh, they're she doing is the... so small. I because I I kind of almost buy so, that. I've sort of done this before when you when you're like uh-huh. putting your arm around somebody who's really little, tiny. The only you accidentally grab both their boobs. It just <laughs> happens sometimes. <laughs> well, the, the, the what you do as a bigger person uh-huh. is you just don't even really put your arm around. Let them. it hang. You like you, but you don't let it hang because you let it hang. You know. My hand covers her whole torso. Yeah. That's a lose-lose situation. You just kind of can't really even do it. This was the uh, George H.W. Bush excuse, which I bought at the time. He got shit on because girls were like, when he takes photos, he's touching your butt. Yeah. And his reps were like, he's in a wheelchair. He's fucking 99. He's, he can only his put his arms this far out and this high up. That happens to be where most people's derrieres are. Mm-hmm. I mean, George H.W., I do think he's a little bit frisky. But I do, I buy that. And I, I do slightly mm-hmm. agree. She is, isn't she like five feet tall? She's really She's small. like 87 Real pounds. tiny. Yeah. Yeah. Also, people are not liking her dress. Apparently, it was a little bit scandalous. That is hysterical. Although, I just watched The Devil Wears. I'm a mess with my words today. I just watched The Devil Wears Prada yesterday. Wow. <laughs> yeah, great movie. What a fantastic movie. Yeah. yeah. Are you saying that because it's fashion, fashion. related? Okay. I, I was about to be like, really? They're dragging, dragging her dress? And yeah. it's like, you don't understand. This is art. They, <laughs> okay. They made you care about the Paris yeah. fashion show. This yeah. is the reason why you're, you're not going cer- to Paris. You're not wearing blue, Connor. That's not navy. It's cerulean. <laughs> yeah. That seems great. In 2002. <laughs> that seems great. Meryl Streep. Oh. I don't like any of the act- people in that movie, and I love that movie. You don't like Stanley Tucci? No, I love Stanley, Stanley Tucci. You don't like... He's the king. He's number one. He is. We're all fighting for second. He is the best person in Hunger Games Catching Fire, arguably the most underrated <laughs> movie of all time. Him laughing so hard. <laughs> he's, he's so good. Um, moving on? Yep. All right, moving on. We've got a new segment before we jump into a couple old ones, but only new segment of the day. Guess who's back? Back again. That's right. Eminem just released a new album, but he is not back. He's just the theme mm-hmm. of, of the, the, the category. Uh, this one, this segment, uh, we're talking people who have been gone for whatever reason, and now they are back. This week's edition, Me Too edition. That's mm-hmm. right. Me Too edition, because Louis C.K., Matt Lauer, and Robin Wright are all in the news for various Me Too-related stuff. Mm-hmm. All on the wrong side, I'd say, mm-hmm. for the most part. Uh, Louis C.K., to start it off, he is back doing stand-up. Mm-hmm. Not in New York City, but outside of the city, I think... Uh, like kind of Hamptons area. I kind of forget where it was, yeah. but he's doing somewhere, somewhere in New York. Louis CK went and he's doing stand up again. He did a rape whistle joke. Apparently it all killed. He got a standing ovation. Half the people who were there were like, I was really uncomfortable. And half the people were like, it's Louis CK. He's hilarious. So he's back. Apparently slowly, mm-hmm. but surely Matt Lauer is telling his fans he'll be back on the air. I don't know about that one. Matty boy. I, That's I don't know. Uh, and then Robin Wright, who uh, just took over. She's now the, lead in house of cards because kevin spacey got kicked out uh she says that she believes kevin spacey deserves a second chance so all three so my question to you guys is lucy k kevin spacey matt lauer Mm -hmm. which one which ones will make a comeback and 
Which ones won't? And in what order? Who gets forgiven first? You want to take um, this one? Or I, I'd yeah. love to take this you, one you, before you, got, you, got you jump mic. in and steal the thunder. Because yeah. I know you know. I'm a thunder stealer. You know stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to say Louis C.K., big time comeback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I agree. He's I agree. just got so much material. Yeah. There's and, so many opportunities. Yeah. yeah, and it was also like, obviously it wasn't a good thing he did, but it, but between the three of them, it's by far the least. I mean, I hate to steal a joke that's been made a thousand times, but... Like the hangover, it's like masturbating on an airplane. Yeah, he didn't do anything illegal. Yeah, yeah, he just kind of did something really, He's really weird. weird. He's yeah. weird and creepy, but n- nothing illegal. But like, it's like Van Gogh cut off his ear. You can't so... compare him to the other monsters. Right. Like in my mind, I go Kevin Spacey. No, mm-hmm. because yeah, no I way. think Kevin Spacey, he has such a great career that people still talk and like his old movies. He's so creepy now. Mm-hmm. Like he is yeah. so creepy. Louis C.K. I think is back because literally like what we said, you can't compare what Kevin Spacey did and what Louis C.K. did in mm-hmm. my mind. It's like touching underage boys forcefully and like, like it's like, holy fuck, you are a monster. Louis C.K., you're really weird. Like, yeah. holy shit, dude. Yeah. Figure mm-hmm. it out. Like, you're weird. Matt Lauer, I think no chance. No chance. Louis C.K. became famous and he's a really bad looking ginger, bald ginger, basically. Mm-hmm. Matt Lauer, and he's because he's a comedian, he's really talented. Matt Lauer is a really handsome bald guy who reads a teleprompter. Like, Matt, yeah. Matt Lauer, no, no one's paying you to read the news anymore, so you don't have a job. Yeah. The, the, I think the answer to that would be like, Nobody can do. There's other standups, but nobody can do Louis C.K.'s job. He's number. He's right. so good. Yeah. Honestly, nobody can do Kevin Spacey's job. Kevin Spacey, yeah, is, great actor. His that crimes range. are so bad. Ugh. I don't think he's gonna come back. But nobody no. can do. Ke- he is so good as being the creep that he probably. Yeah. I, I guess he yeah. is in real life. No one could be the guy in Seven like he is. Do you know? No how, way. Do, no one. Do you no. know how many people could be Matt Lauer? Everyone. Yeah. Every single person could probably. That can read. He pulls off the bald look. He's a handsome bald man that yeah. they're trusting. They're yeah. very trusting. But I you f- want to get the news from him. I feel like what's working against him is he was like the charming guy. He was. Everyone's yeah. going to be like, oh, your charm was just used to cheat you on that your wife. button on your desk. Yeah. You're like a supervillain. Now you're weird. <laughs> like, yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like he's no one. He's not telling the news anymore. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, I think Louis C.K. is the one because I think in a little bit. It's going to be like, yeah, he fucked up. He's weird, but he's super, super funny. I don't yeah. think Matt Lauer ever comes back. No, I don't think so. No I think he might come back with like a podcast. Matt Lauer was big because women loved him. Yeah. yeah. And now it's like, you're a danger to women. Yeah. <laughs> like you're, you lost your base, Matt. You, yeah. you should have. Come on, Matty. What are you doing? But uh, yeah, there is Guess Who's back. Back again. Uh, also, Robin Wright. Interesting. Like she's fighting for Kevin Spacey. I think it's tough carrying your show. Yeah. 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 yeah I guess so. Tough stuff. Moving on, we got a pool boy flashback. Oh yeah, Another same one. flashback as I believe we had last week, or very similar. Maybe it was the week before. So as we discussed a few months ago, Paddington Two is the greatest movie of all time, statistically <laughs> yeah. speaking. We discuss it almost weekly. Yeah, Paddington point. Two. We haven't seen it. We won't see it. No, I'm won't. still waiting for somebody to see it and explain yeah. to me why it is so good. I don't want to watch it because it the expectations are literally so high. Why I would rather imagine what it's about and just imagine the wonder. It can only be disappointing. Almost. And last week we talked about it because it officially officially became statistically the best reviewed movie ever. <laughs> Hands down. Number one. Not even close. Yeah. No one has a, had a negative thought about this movie. And over 203 professional reviewers, more than any on Rotten Tomato, have given it 100%. Uh, this week we're going sort of back to Paddington 2 because Christopher Robin is the number one movie in the UK. Can you believe this? What is with 
the UK and stuffed <laughs> bear. They love movies. bears. They love bears. They I love, love bears. And you know what's funny is I looked. I was so I was looking at the UK box office for four weeks. Peter Rabbit was number one there. What is happening? It's it's so U- British. That is so British of them, right? Isn't that just so classic? That's so stereotypical. It's yeah. like if the British looked at the American things and it was like, oh yeah. Uh, Rampage in the Meg and Skyscraper. Yeah, yeah. Die Hard. Oh, Michael Bay. Die Hard and Full Metal Jacket are still number one. It's like, <laughs> so when I when I saw this, when I saw Chris Robin was number one, I was like, okay, I guess last week was the Happy Time Murders. That movie sucked. Maybe there's just not a lot of good movies in theaters. And then I realized the biggest movies in America right now are the Meg. So I guess British people aren't big fans of sharks. They got sharks over there. I don't even know. I don't, I don't even, even know. know. I still don't we don't even, even think it exists. I think they're like British sharks. Exactly. I think, I think it's like they mind their own business. They're polite. You, you don't right? bother them. They don't bother you. Exactly. And then the other movie, Crazy Rich Asians. Apparently, British people don't like Asians. Mm-hmm. I hate to say that, but you're going to see. I don't, I don't want to say. You're so it. Yeah. you're you're going to see Christopher Robin. This, I hate to say a dumb movie, but it's a fucking dumb fucking teddy bear movie. I th- I think it's more not that what they don't like. I think it's what they do like, and I think they do like stuffed bears. Yeah, they just loved stuffed animals. Keep those movies coming. Yeah, apparently you're making money in England. But that's the pool of Foxback. I thought that was super funny. I, I I love it. I just love anytime we can talk about Paddington too. Amen. I love that it's Paddington too. I love that it's sequel not baby. Paddington. Sequel. It's a sequel that is like you. I mean now you. Godfather 2, what? No. Just say it. Yeah. This is hands down the best sequel of all time. So much better than the original. Moving on. So much better. Second time we've done this segment. I think we did it either last week again or maybe the week before, but I'm kind of a big deal. I'm kind of a big deal. Mm-hmm. Kind of we do this segment whenever someone in Hollywood really just thinks that they're very important and, you know, has mahogany bound books, books. and stuff like that. This week we got two. We have two people who think they're kind of a big deal, and it's about the same thing. So I'm very excited. First, I'm kind of a big deal. Ethan Hawke. I'm kind of a big deal. Mm-hmm. Ethan Hawke says that superhero movies do not deserve the same praise as regular movies. This is his quote, and this is why I knew it was going to rile up my boy Jack because it riled up his boy. Mm-hmm. I went to see Logan, see Ethan Hawke. I went to see Logan because everyone was like, this is a great movie. And I was like, really? No, this is a fine superhero movie. There's a difference. But big business doesn't think there's a difference. Big business wants you to think that this is a great film because they want to make money off of it. Mm. The reason I know this is going to upset my boy Jack is because Jack absolutely loves the movie Logan. Oh, I know. <laughs> and I thought it as we won, all do. I thought it should have won Best Picture. So this is where, I mean, I don't know if any people have disagreed, any two people, more than you and Ethan Hawke right here. Because mm-hmm. Ethan Hawke's going, basically, Logan's another average run-of-the-mill superhero movie. And this is why he's. I am upset that he says this because it's like, Dude, of all the movies, talk about everything but Logan. Yeah. Logan is a big deal, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So here's my theory. Ethan Hawke, mm-hmm. cool name, right? Yeah. Sounds a little bit like the alter ego of a superhero. Oh. I think these. Okay. I think I know where you're going. Okay. Now, the rule of law is very uh, contested in superhero movies. Should we allow these vigilantes? Yeah. Or, you know. What do we want? We want masks or badges. Yeah. Okay. Stop killing cops. Stop killing cops. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, I think Ethan Hawke is a superhero. Uh-huh. And I think the more superhero movies we have, the more attention it comes to his crime finding ways. Wow. He is lobbying. Let's hush, hush, guys. Gotcha. So also, he actually is fighting crime in he, all these movies. Are Either that or he's just a loser and it breaks my heart. Yeah, I think he's a loser. I think the guy, what's the last Ethan Hawke movie? 
Um, I can't even. He was in a Black Hawk vampire Down. movie. Yeah, Black Hawk Down. <laughs> exactly. Before Sunrise. He was in. He movies. was in a movie driving a drone. But uh, the other, I'm kind of a big deal besides you, Ethan Hawke, is Chadwick Boseman. I'm kind of a big deal. Mm-hmm. The Black Panther himself. So he said, basically, he thinks. You know, what? I take it back. Two people do disagree more than you and Ethan Hawke, and it's Chadwick Boseman and Ethan Hawke because Chadwick Boseman says that Black Panther is not aiming for the popular Oscar. This is mm-hmm. what he said. It's kind of a long quote, but I'm going to read the whole thing. What I can say is that there's no campaign that they're mounting, like Black Panther, for popular film. Like, if there's a campaign, it's for best picture, and that's all there is to it. For my money, the only thing that matters is the level of difficulty. What we did was very difficult. We created a world. We created a culture. We had to create a religion, a spirituality, a politics. We had to create an accent. We had to pull from different cultures to create clothing styles and hairstyles. It's very much like a period piece. So as far as that's concerned, I dare any movie to try to compare to the level of difficulty of this one. And the fact that so many people liked it, if you say, if you just say it's merely popular, that's elitist. Okay, I'm sorry. That's the stupidest okay. fucking thing I've ever heard. I hate, I'm actually upset right I hate now. that we actually always agree. I think that is ins- it's insulting. It's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. I, I've used this as an example before. Does he think that they're the only movie that's created a... Like, have you oh, ever wh- seen the space movie? Have you ever, but any, any Avatar, Avatar, uh, Lord of the Rings. You know, movies create languages. Like, I, it's really Game cool when they do. It's awesome. But it's like people have gone way deeper. Black Panther is all graphics. It's also, all CGI. They didn't create it, right? They took the comic. Yes. So yes, correct. yes, that's right. Yes, yeah. yes correct. Also, uh, the level of difficulty thing too. It's like you mean like are you comparing it to like the Revenant? Where that's what I was gonna say. Like, also, the filming difficulty. What, like because it doesn't compare to that, by the way. If only did, filmed with natural light. Exactly. You know? like, yes, and which you, I, he loses that argument. And also, like the the thing is like okay, if we're judging difficulty on it, then it's the same thing as who wins the marathon. The winner of the marathon, yeah. who who ran the fastest time, or the guy who uh, with ran leg, who were, without uh, shoes because yeah. he wanted to challenge himself. Well, you know, he kind of ran a better race, and he was very brave for doing that, or whatever. Holy fucking shit, dude! Your Black Panther uh, wasn't even, in my opinion, as good as Avengers: Infinity War. Joe, why no, are I, we having I, this I, conversation? I but it's just also like the whole the period piece and the creating the culture and stuff. I'm just like. Dude, a sci-fi movie would run every year. There's multiple sci-fi movies that do this, and you create it. It's like yeah. Game of Thrones, and you know how many languages they have in that. Like, yeah. it's like this the whole difficulty thing. What are you doing, Chadwick? It's the wrong card to play. Play. You have other cards in your hand. What are you doing? So we're kind of. I think we fall in the middle of uh, Mr. Chadwick and Mr. Uh, yes. or Mr. Bozeman and Mr. Hawk. Also, what a great mind game. We don't run campaigns. But let me tell yeah, you why we don't run yeah, campaigns. Yeah, exactly. And let me go on a campaign. He was actually. <laughs> he has his law degree. People, people don't know, Mr. Bozeman. But uh, yeah, popular and elitist. It's like I think we're on the same page. Which I think is he did like play Thurgood Marshall. Super, yeah, you did. Jackie Robinson. Mm-hmm. But superhero movies, it's like there's one other one too. Uh, he played another historical figure. Yeah, he did. Who's his third? Um, a G- Chuck uh, Abraham Perry. Lincoln. Chuck Berry. No, no, is it Chuck Berry? <laughs> Connor. <laughs> It's a serious podcast. No, it's not Chuck Berry. It's uh <laughs> no uh oh oh James James Brown James Brown, Brown. Yeah, James Brown. Did he play James? Brown? He played yeah. James Brown too. Wow. Yeah, he's played everybody. But uh, I think we're on the same page, which is like superhero movies. They're really freaking entertaining and great. The only I think movie that could ever even be considered for best picture is The Dark Knight, and The Dark Knight I think mm-hmm. really could have been up there, and that's why it's the best picture. Is of all these superhero movies, only one has been that good. Mm-hmm. Like we can't if we start acting like Black Panther's gonna win. It's like. Guys, then what, what are we going to do next when there's actually a good movie that should be up there? You know what I mean? Yeah. It pisses me off. I get, I get going nuts. Moving on, though. Last segment of the day. We've done it for the past couple weeks in a row. We're having a lot of fun with it. It's called Gone in 60 Seconds. Connor, if you're not aware, start the timer. 
Actually, you know what? We should probably change it this week. I'm going to save the question, and then we're going to start the timer. Oh, I got it. And we have 60 seconds to talk about it, so we each have a little bit. It's almost a direct riff-off of uh, part of my part of the interruptions uh, mail time. It is. It In is. Fact, that's exactly what it is. Got yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> very, very similar. We're big PTI, PTM fans. Big fans. Um, but let's get going. You got the timer almost mm-hmm. ready? Yep. First question. So end it as, as I end the question, I guess? Mm-hmm. Okay. First question. Alec Baldwin was going to play Batman's dad in the movie Joker, and then he backed out on the same week. Would he have been good in that role? Jackie, start. Um, yeah, I think he would have been absolutely freaking fantastic because Alec Baldwin is entertaining in literally everything he is. We haven't really seen like a Thomas Wayne no. character ever. He's and, usually dead from the start. Yeah. It would have been really interesting. To, like He would have actually like created that character. Because, yeah, we have no idea what Thomas Wayne was like besides apparently he's the best guy ever. He's, yeah. he's the Good greatest, guy. right? Did a lot for Gotham. You read, you read comics yeah. more than like, – I do. do you know anything about Thomas Wayne? Uh, he was great for Gotham. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, really? Pretty selfless guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I watched The Dark Knight last night mm-hmm. um, or two nights ago. Uh, he built the metro system and the waterway <laughs> so. and had it routed through Wayne Tower for no apparent <laughs> no reason. reason at all. Just to be like, yeah, it's the center of the city. No <laughs> <laughs> um, so see- maybe a little um, egotistical. I think is the word. So you're saying Al Baldwin would be perfect for this role because he's so good at playing that character. Yeah. Doesn't um, he look like the Joker? I feel like he should be the Joker's dad. If he played Jack Donnelly, like the 30 Rock character, that would have been the funniest thing ever. He's just a billionaire. Well, so I read an article this week that was like... Ooh, that's tough. Saved by the clock. Never mind the article. Next question. Netflix has been telling its actors to stop saying the phrase binge-watching. Does the term binge-watching take anything away from them or make it less artistic? What do you think? What's that about? I think it's got to be because this is totally serious. I think it's got to be because they're starting to do not dump all the, all the shows, like all the episodes at once. Uh-huh. And they don't want people to be like, well, I can't binge it. And so they're trying to like limit that. I feel like that, that might be what it is. Yeah. yeah I was going to say it's got to be a business reason. They're like, we don't want any, everybody watching Netflix for one weekend yeah. and then never watching it again. I think it's them trying to – they're all of a sudden like submitting stuff to awards shows and different film festivals and stuff. And I feel like Netflix is like, no, we don't just like put out 30 episodes and you watch them all in a weekend and forget about it, which is what happens for yeah. a lot of their shows. And they want to be like more network cable, which is funny because it's like, no, people like you because you're not like that. Yeah. So you're just trying to be – no, that's the reason. I guess binge watching isn't like a necessarily positive term No, for a lot of people. Well, I think yeah. it means it's kind of mindless, right? It's like you could watch this and you're done with it. And mm-hmm. so like – I don't know. I fucking love Also, I think besides stuff. binge watching, I think binging is like a generally frowned upon term. Yeah. Binge drinking. Binge. Yeah. 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 You're on a binge. It's not good. That's yeah, the not great. And there's the timer. Next question. Who is America will not have a second season? The Sasha Baron Cohen show. Is this true or is this just so Sasha Baron Cohen can change characters without people catching on? I think it's absolute bullshit. I think he is going to change characters. I think he can't now. Everybody's seen the show. He can't go do these interviews. I think he's about to hop out four more characters and fool the same people again. Because if he gets the same person twice. Oh, my God. Gotcha. That is oh literally like God. shame. You know, uh, fool me once. It's literally that saying is that exact reason. Yeah. I don't I don't buy the whole. I, I just can't believe in this day and age. Nobody researched who his character is supposed to be. And it's like, by the way, this might be Sasha Baron. So Cohen. this is why I totally agree. Kind of this is what like the new show with the Internet. You get asked to be interviewed by this guy. How do you not do a full background check on the dudes? And maybe they just he set up background shit. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I you, you can't buy this at all. The fact that we didn't know the show happened and all of a sudden it was like, oh, yeah, he has a show where he's making fun of Bernie Sanders and Dick Cheney, like the biggest people in the country. Yeah. The guy, he's invisible. It wouldn't surprise me if there's like four of them. It wouldn't surprise me if there's like four Sasha Baron Oh, a prestige like, sort of twist? Prestige, I was just prestige on steroids. 
it's wow. like that's real. Oh, that's a commitment to the mm-hmm. craft. <laughs> wow, guys. Ooh, real, real quick. Uh, so I think just because the identical twins thing happened, uh-huh. uh, I watched the first episode of the show Kidding with Jim Carrey this week. Dark show, yeah. real dark. dark. Fuck. Uh, but I think it's going to be dope as fuck because basically this is what the the pilot suggests is like he's the biggest kids show star ever. He really is his character where he's like isn't it nice to do kind things? Doesn't that make you happy when you do kind things? Mr. Rogers. But like his life kind of is falling apart. And so like his kid is like, no, you're a pussy. And, he, <laughs> and, and, and his kid calls him a pussy. He's like, isn't there a better word you can say? He's, so he's, uh, and by the end you kind of see like he's starting to like, just kind of like break stuff. And so I think it's basically just like. His breakdown? Not a breakdown, but it's just a show of him. Like he's going to come in one day and just be a dick. And it's going to be awesome. Excited to see. So, yeah. Excited to see. Next question. And I said that because in the show he had mm. identical twins. And so oh, gotcha. uh, that's why the prestige thing. Bada bing, bada boom. Detective Pikachu will feature photorealistic Pokemon in the movie. Good call or bad call? I think this is – it's a little bit of both because I like anytime there's photorealistic stuff. What I don't like is – I know you've seen on the internet. Every now and then those pictures will come out where somebody does like a photorealistic – image of like the pokemon this and is what horrifying. would look yeah. Yeah, yeah. what is photorealistic exactly like they look like real things like they look like, like it's gonna better look like than cartoons like, like avatar like, like it's gonna look like, like a raccoon Thrones? okay oh it's gonna look like a raccoon like, like pikachu will have like hair and like regular animal expressions this will be very hit or miss it's either gonna be awesome or terrible yeah, yeah. I, I no comment on detective pikachu <laughs> <laughs> i would prefer my name not to be attached i'm actually really excited for it and by the way when you were just mentioned every now and then on your facebook ad it'll be like this is what charizard would really look like mm-hmm. i always think they're awesome I was except like, it's like, for it's like some of a big bouncer turtle it's sweet except for some of them some of them are literally like oh yeah i guess his mouth is just a gigantic circle or with, a big tooth with, or something with, yeah. With, yeah with like one jagged tooth in the middle like Yikes. except for of course ekans Who's just a snake? Ekans. Ekans. Or. Or, or back. Cobra backwards. Cobra backwards. Ekans. Snake backwards. Snake backwards. Very clever minds, the creators of Pokemon. Japanese are clever people. Moving on. <laughs> the same guy is going to play Charles Manson in the show Mindhunter next season. Uh, he's also going to play uh, Charles Manson in Quentin Tarantino's new movie. Can you say typecast? Yes, you can. And so that's why it's so funny to me is like, if you're going to get typecasted as any character, why the fuck would you do Charles Manson? Yeah. Why, why not do Batman? Tough pick. Yeah. Why not do Superman? Yeah. Or you're so right. Be typecast as George Clooney. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Charles Manson. He must look kind of terrifying. He does. Right? He looks exactly like Charles If Manson. you look enough like Charles Manson where it's like, well, we need a Manson. You got to go with Steve. Like yeah. that's, <laughs> that's a bummer. There's really no other yeah, option. There's no, there's no choice. Do we think a front runner like fell out and they were like, well, who can we get on short notice that knows Charles Manson? I read the article. This guy. I could see that. I could totally see that. I read the article he did. So it's David Fincher is the one who did uh, Mindhunter and Quentin Tarantino was looking to cast a Charles Manson and the guy, David Fincher was like, you kind of have to take him. He was unreal. He's so good. <laughs> it's like, he is, is, we're worried he is Charles Manson. <laughs> Actually, I'm excited for Mindhunter and I'm really excited for that Quentin Tarantino movie. It's going to be so, so dope. Whatever, something Hollywood. I forget what it's called. Yeah, but every fucking Every actor day, is in it. Every, every day, there's some new headline that's like, blah, 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 from this is cast in this. It's going to be like 85 people. They've cast. been doing the thing where every day there's a different headline like, and now this guy's in the movie because why not? 
And we talked before, I hate nothing more than, because why not? It's like, <laughs> you just typed that and published it. Get the fuck out of here. You're not a journalist. What are you, BuzzFeed? Yeah, seriously. Yeah. Moving on, last one. John Goodman has revealed that Roseanne will be killed off in the spinoff, The Connors. How will they kill her off? It's always a fun elevator shaft, the, skiing accident. I, whatever it is, I hope it's something ridiculous. It has to be, right? Because she she's not going to come and film her death. So it has to be like, uh, oh, where's Roseanne? Oh, you didn't hear? <laughs> like, she fell off the roller coaster, right? Like, it's going to be something like that. Maybe they do the reverse, because you know how Roseanne ended originally? No. It ended with uh, the last season was a dream, and John Goodman's character had died at the end of the season before from a heart attack. God. For some reason, they ended it that way. What if they do that this time, John Goodman wakes up? Roseanne died of a heart attack. She's portly. They're totally going to do it. So that kind of stole my thunder. I was going to say, the classic way would be stealing, like, a... Uh, typecast middle America death. Like, oh yeah, she had a heart attack because she didn't eat well for like 45 minutes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and that's about sums it up. And, and that's all we're going to say about it. Well, she was, so, in, she was in Walmart. Yeah. She time. smoked for 40 years. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Smoking her favorite pack of Marble Reds. And things happen. Yeah. Things just happen. I really hope that they do the elevator shaft or like the icicle fell off the roof or something, you know. She, she had just left CeCe's Pizza where she enjoyed a buffet of mainly the dessert pizzas. After, I love CeCe's. After a night of Bowl America. <laughs> yeah. After a of uh, Bull America in the one county in the state that still allows smoking inside the Bull America. That was our Bull America growing up. Dude, I they don't have those bowling Seriously, our bowling anymore. alley, everyone, you could smoke cigs in it. I didn't learn until I was like a senior in college that – I'm sorry, I went to UVA fourth year. Um, that's, that, where you're, that's where you're that the Charlemagne Charlotte? UVA or UVA. Virginia, like half the bars are still like, yeah, feel free to smoke. Yeah, all good. Yeah, I thought it was illegal. No. You know, we grow backy there, so yeah. if, who are we to kick out our, our own kind? It yeah. isn't, isn't it sad that there really aren't real bowling lanes anymore like bowling <laughs> lanes are supposed to be all these knockoff gimmicks with tvs and well it's not real bowling it's about the sport it, it's it's <laughs> now everything is neon bowling everything yeah. there is neon and it's like dubstep themed and it's weird because it's like well, how does that go with bowling i want to go i just want to once go bowling in a place where the lanes are yellow the lights are too bright the person working behind the counter is really surly. The nacho cheese has been out for days, but it's <laughs> delicious. And you can get pictures for like a dollar. Yeah. And everyone, Is that too much to ask? Is that too much? And there's a guy next to you with a wrist guard who is there alone yeah. working on his game. And his ashtray is full. It's, yeah. He smoked three packs of cigarettes today. And he takes three minutes off between each one because he has to rest. Yeah. Because he's using apparently muscles that we aren't. <laughs> those, those were the days. Those were the days. God, those are the days. And that was the pot. That was the first half. We're going to uh, cut it off here. We're going to, New and I are going to swap. Connor, you're going to step off as well. Thank you so much for joining on. This was fantastic. Mm -hmm. This was a dream come true. You were a great addition. You really, really meant a lot. So, uh, yeah, until. When when you have takes, we want to start having people call in. And I think you should be our pilot of calling in. Would love to call in. (laughs) Because what I want you to do, though, is to be like, because you get fired up hot takes and stuff. And I, what I want you to do is be like, Hey, I got one and we'll call you on. And yeah, we'll just set up the like, mic. Even if we're not doing here's the what I'm thinking guys, yeah. <laughs> Chadwick Boseman. <laughs> what a dick. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, perfect. That's uh, I will in a second in like three seconds in the editing, I will be with new in three. Goodbye, two. Henry. Hello, new Goodbye, Connor as well. And we are back. Bye. Bye, Henry. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Oh, hello, uh, muscle hamster. Who's this guy? Hey. <laughs> now we're back. Uh, New Heisel has replaced Connor and Henry. We're here. We just saw Operation Finale. Finale. Um, and uh, l- let's talk it. New, you lead. 
Uh, right out of the gate, I just want to air out my thoughts, and then we'll start going down a little bit. Mm-hmm. Actually, let me interrupt you real quick. Before the movie even started, <laughs> we're not going to do the Hero of the Week segment, but we have a Hero of the Week, and his name is Jack Neuheisel. You and I walked into the theater. <laughs> it was a very old audience. I'd say 75% above the age of 75. Well, we Jack, have- when you pick the 4 o'clock showing on Sunday, I, yeah. think, I think you can expect that. This is their night out. This is their night that we intruded <laughs> Yeah, <on>. exactly. <laughs> Uh, and we walked in and literally as we stepped into the doors, uh, an older man had leaned against, uh, something that was not like a wall, but a poster, a false wall, a false wall. He (laughs) fell down. My immediate thought is that he was having a heart attack. You and I were standing there. His family was like, Oh no, what to do. All of them were above the age of 65. Here's my issue. I hesitated. You Jack Neuheisel <laughs> went right for it. You get, you said, let me give you a hand. He said, I'm going to need both hands. You helped him up while I picked up his cane. I'm pathetic. But you you are a hero before we even started the movie. <laughs> this is going to be a, a long way of describing the kind of guy I am. To go too out of my mm-hmm. way and do something like that. Yes. What kind of chores did you do growing up in the house? Because my favorite thing would be to do would be like if mom came home with groceries, I would rush out to the car and make I sure did, I got a bunch of grocery bags. I did the same thing. I'm good. I'm, a, at, I'm good at carrying. I'm things. a big advocate of collecting the easy brownie points. <laughs> yeah. So this one felt like an easy opportunity. There was no gunman I had to step in front of. It was like okay, man down. The, uh, offer him a solid. Well, I know. I and mean, <laughs> the thing is, like, I think like. I would have done the same. The point is you hesitated less, and, and so that's why you were the hero. Now let's talk about the movie. I just had to get that out there. Uh, okay, so going into the movie, we all had high hopes. We talked about it on last mm-hmm. week's podcast. Uh, it's a story that everyone can get behind because we're hunting Nazis. Yes. So it's like, okay, agreed upon bad guy. We're with the good guys. Let's go get this guy. Uh, top to bottom, if I'm going to ask you the question, I'll tell you how mm-hmm. I felt first. Did it uh, meet our expectations? I'm going to say no. It didn't meet the expectations, I think, because you and I were both so fucking pumped for this. That said, we both compared it to Argo, where it's like, it's a good movie. Yeah, it's you're, good. You're, you're absolutely, and I think Argo is the perfect, because that's even the tone of it. It's yeah. just kind of slow and informational, but not in the good way. It's a spy <laughs> thriller that was good. Everything about it was on par Nothing about it was bad. It's just there. It was. It could have been better. Yeah. Like it could have been more interesting. Given that story, mm-hmm. which is a pretty freaking cool story, it's the story of Adolf. Uh, help me with the last Eichmann. name. Eichmann, who was like ran the concentration camps and was the architect of the final solution. Solution. Yeah. Uh, so fucking compelling stuff. Yeah. And then the whole time it was a lot of just conversations and conversations about stuff that you don't even really want to hear about that, that that's good uh point though of just like let's explain the, the general part of the movie because people who don't know it haven't seen the trailer don't really know what we're talking about so this movie came out it was uh starring and produced by oscar isaac your boy i noticed that credit in the beginning and, Way to go, oscar. yeah and uh basically when world war ii ended a lot of the nazis and their families escaped most of them going to south america uh the majority of the people that went to south america went to argentina uh, that is where Adolf Eichmann went and where he was rumored to go. And the movie starts with basically a Jewish uh, person living in Argentina, sort of identifying him and then getting that information, that intel to Israeli uh, intelligence. Yeah. Intelligence, counterintelligence. Yeah. I don't really know the difference, but one of them. And then they were like, all right, we need to uh, extract him so we can try him here in Israel. So that's like the premise of the movie. 
incredibly compelling premise. Super spy thriller. Sick trailer. <laughs> How you, where you and I, you sick trailer. Where you and I, I think we're let down is the in the movie. There was a really good movie in there, like a really good a movie. really good movie. Because there is like an extraction scene and how they kidnap him and planning of and the And behind enemy lines and aggressive enemy lines. Yeah, like, and, and these, you know, people who's, you know, there's really powerful scene where um, uh, they're talking, the Israelis are talking just about how many people they lost during the Holocaust. And one of the guys was like, I'm the only one left. And it's like, holy shit, this is tough. Yeah. And so there were really great scenes too of... Those guys alone in a room with him, you know, ha- talking with the devil. Exactly. In a way. Yeah. But it was like when they were deciding what scenes we should really focus on, they picked like more of the boring stuff. It was a lot of like character development and not a whole lot of hearing about World War II. Yeah. It was a lot of just. People talking, trying to be people. We were like humanizing the Nazi guy a little bit. We we're kind yeah, of showing, which was cool. That was like, like my cool. I mean, yeah. not like to that, but like you know what I mean. But like it was, it was cool. Those conversations, exactly. The conversations that weren't like interesting were the the whole time. They, they basically they discovered him. They were like, we need to extract him. They prepped the extraction, and then they kidnapped him all in the first like third of the movie and it's like that should have been your entire and then you're movie. totally right it's argo from their end where we're just hating, hanging out at the ambassador's house and then not it's like, the actual ambassador just some house and, but and it's like how do we get out of here yeah that's like literally the the whole plot of the movie is like how do they get out of argentina it's like we don't you know i'm sure it was stressful but the other part was also stressful uh right now top of your head mvp of the movie mvp of the movie um i love the girl in uh Oh, she's the. the uh, she's also in Glorious Bastards. Glorious Bastards girl, yeah. This is the second time she played a Jewish counterintelligence officer. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And I'd say second time she nailed it. I, yeah. I agree with the MVP. Vote for her. We talked typecasting uh, about the guy who's playing Charles Manson and in, in two things coming out. She has officially typecast. This is the type of character you want to type. There's not as many roles <laughs> like playing Charles Manson. There's not like as many roles playing Charles Manson. There's Maybe sort of, go you for know, like. The one. But oh, like Liam Neeson, <laughs> I think perfectly typecasted himself. I want to be a lot an, of available roles for Liam. Yes, we've got a lot of upset fathers. I want to be an upset father <laughs> who's also James Bond in my <laughs> movies or whatever. <laughs> Liam, good call. Love that character. Give me loser of the movie. Loser of the movie. Who's your winner? I agreed with you on the winner. That's oh, the why winner? I immediately followed that up. Oh, I also thought Ben Kingsley was. Uh, good. I you also also thought was good was uh, Klaus Eichmann, Ben Kingsley's son, the who, blonde guy who bared a striking resemblance to me. But Klaus Eichmann, who yes, uh, yeah, looks just like you. Looked just like me. Made, uh, Tuffy made leaving the theater a little bit interesting. Uh, <laughs> when, when we had to get up, and like we said, seventy five percent were over the age of seventy five. I'd say also seventy five percent of the people there were jewish people yeah and so rightfully emotional about the subject matter yeah we were emotional about the yeah. subject matter but by the like, way yeah <laughs> we're on that team by the way i'm not a fucking <laughs> yeah but, but then when the movie ends and you and i have to stand up and it's like okay we look like the bad guys you have flowing blonde hair new heisel and i have the most germanic face you'll ever see ever <laughs> yeah i've uh, said it before on this podcast i'll say it again balthazar new heisel got over here before the civil war he okay. fought for the union okay 
So, so, so <laughs> I'm uh, for the good guys. So, you know, I'd like to make it clear to all the listeners that Jack is wearing shades. Right now. Yeah. <laughs> Big O'Shea is wearing aviators this entire time. I, I, I initially came over just to listen, but I had, I had yeah. to throw that in there. You know what? I've been hungover all day, and this is just, it feels like I'm playing a character. I yeah. really enjoy it. I also just, that's, that's a bit when you do a sketch up, is us be like, <laughs> so you know what are you gonna do so <laughs> um anyway uh no but yeah klaus i thought was also an mvp because he was evil man i thought ben kingsley good and again not his fault i don't think he was bad i would never say his performance was bad i thought it was mm-hmm. very good i thought they kind of missed an opportunity there he had very few times of being genuinely emotional he what they also really missed on was and they did it once towards the end was he should have been because he definitely was you know they, they mentioned he's the slipperiest person ever yeah show us more about how slippery he is show us literally becoming best friends with yeah. these captors these, these israeli intelligence forces. i needed yeah and then show the other side about how he really is just like a fucked a up. sociopath yeah who, I, get, I needed anthony hopkins out of him yes yeah and he was just kind of a, a charming old german man and it was weird, too, Who because... would casually talk about gnarly things. And it was weird, too, because, like, Ben Kingsley, of all actors, I think I know him, I think the majority of people know him as the doctor in Schindler's List. He plays a mm-hmm. Jewish guy in the Holocaust. That's, like, his most identifiable character. And so it's weird for me to not be like, what are you talking about? This, he's a good guy. Because, <laughs> no, he's a good guy. Um, From the thing and the stuff where you did the, you know, and I'll never forget it. And on, <laughs> the thing and the time and the place. Um, yeah. And then loser of the movie, I would say, ugh, do you have one? Top of my head. Honestly, and again, it's just the script's fault. Because I thought he did his best, but I just didn't think Oscar Isaac. I thought his character and just the development of it. And this is now, I'm, I'm, I'm entering some pretty lame waters as my critique of the movie. But well, because you can't so really critique the movie. The movie was good. Can I tell you where the movie lost me? Where the uh, trailer will ma- will have you believe it's all about the extraction, and you already mm-hmm. talked about that. That happens about 35 minutes into it. Yeah, and then from there on, it's you know the the plot plays itself out. The extraction was the. Uh, most underwhelming thing of all time it was as jv an extraction as i've ever seen it was just simple where yeah and and you know and then from there in the entire time the score is a lot of low piano keys trying Mm -hmm. to like like jaws trying to create like something's coming fucking brace yourself and nothing really comes it's like well because it's true yeah i think nothing really came like like, well fuck you don't even it's really a good get movie. like the, story, the Argo thing where it's like we got guns to people's heads and they got to con their way out of it, you know. You know what? I, I take back my winners too. Nick Kroll was fantastic. Nick Kroll was good. He was good. He he was really good. And there were a few times too where, where it was like he was basically played the level-headed guy. One of the guys was really ner- – one of the Intel guys was really nervous and Nick Kroll's character went up to him and was like, Dude, take a walk around the block. You're freaking everyone the yeah. fuck out. And it's like, thank you for having like somebody there who's like, hey, you, you're getting too intense. Out of the room for ten minutes. Fucking take five. Come back when you cool off. Uh, uh, would you recommend seeing this movie in theaters, or is this one you can sit on? I think this is the definition of a plane movie. I would love to watch this movie on a plane mm-hmm. uh, because it is really interesting, and you do want to watch the whole thing. I don't think you have to go to a theater. It's not like there's like the score 
you need the surround <laughs> sound for it. But it's, uh, I, I, yeah, I mean, I just, I wouldn't recommend this movie, but I also wouldn't be like, stay away. It's good. It's not great. Yeah, you know? exactly. It, it's a movie. Worth the watch. I'm sure it'll once. get some recognition in different departments. Like, I'm not, it's not a bad movie I by any means. I don't know if it will. I just don't know that I'm ever going to watch it again. Oh, God, I just don't know. <laughs> oh, guys. I just don't know. Gosh, I don't know. <laughs> um, and then uh, the what was the last thing I was gonna say? Oh, you, the other way that they could have done it was besides having the extraction be the key point of the movie, was having the trial be more of the key point in the movie. I was gonna say the, the same on our, our car ride home. Yeah, if 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 we're not gonna build all the tension there, we should have done 15 minutes of trial. Yeah, where it's like him fighting for his life, and then we get the testimonies of Holocaust survivors. Yeah, where it's like fucking appreciate what went down, audience yeah. members. Yeah. Interesting. So there you go. That was Operation Finale. See mm-hmm. it if you'd like. If you don't, you're not missing out on anything too major. Matt's got a question. Go to Matt. I do have a question. Was it better than Valkyrie? I've never seen Valkyrie. Uh, I'd say the stakes were higher. than. It's a better movie than Valkyrie. Valkyrie's more entertaining. Okay. Yeah. Not as many eye patches. No Tom so Cruise ass. Tom Cruise has that fake ass in that movie. <laughs> Is it fake ass? They oh, claim like it's fake. I, I'm, not buying fake. It I'm not buying fake. I'm not buying fake. I'm buying real. Yeah. I'm buying all Tommy. Uh, pivoting uh, we also caught a new TV show this Mm -hmm. week we saw Jack Ryan Mm -hmm. which is now I think all the episodes are out on Amazon already is that I think so I think so you've seen 15 minutes of the first episode I've seen two episodes so far Mm -hmm. based on your 15 minutes and I will educate you if you you get off the rails here do Mm -hmm. you think the show's got a chance I think it has absolutely a chance I think (laughs) anything by like Tom Clancy John Grisham. Is it John Grisham or Josh Grisham? John Grisham. You're asking the wrong guy. John. John Grisham. (laughs) Ask me. Uh, um, Anything about those guys, they have such a following that it's like Jack Ryan, of course. I think it's going to work. I think John Krasinski is awesome. I think that they could absolutely crush the show. The first 15 minutes of the first episode, though, I had, you know, people who listen uh, regularly to the podcast, I had read Jack Ryan's, uh, basically his resume. To Henry because it's so funny because oh, it's, it's pretty fucking so epic yeah <laughs> he was like a vice president three times for different presidents and he was also the president twice while also being a CIA operative at the same time great stuff a field agent a field agent yeah, yeah he's in the field <laughs> but the reason why I really liked the show for the 50 minutes and also thought it was hilarious was they really showed you just how special <laughs> he is and by starting off with I grew up in DC starting off Sun's, you know, rising. He's already on the Potomac getting his <laughs> rowing in. You'll notice Jim Halpert living his best life. Yes. Rowing here and, and shown in the next scene, biking. Biking to work. <laughs> I believe he wanted to kayak and bike, so not quite all the way there, yes. but fucking pretty close, Jim. Oh, you're right. That was yeah. pretty smart. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I love that. He never, uh, you know, has an excuse to not exercise. And then my other favorite part is they, they do this all the time in shows when they're like, oh, this guy's uh, – <laughs> he's pretty smart. They, they, he gets home. He's an everyman, so he, you know, grabs a beer out of the fridge. Yeah, he's got a microwave. He's got a microwave dinner. Yeah, uh, and then he's gra- he's popping a beer. He grabs a beer to you know watch his dinner. Just one beer though. What's Just, he throw? What's he throw on the tube? He throws in the je- he throws in Jeopardy, <laughs> and he, and he's watching Jeopardy. And the first question, he, you know, he's you know what? It's, this is an every night thing, and he sees the question and he answers before. It's like. <laughs> The Voo, <laughs> the Voo, whatever, and, and, and it's like you know you hear him go. The answer was the Voo, and it's just the greatest. The Louvre. I'm sorry, I'm such an idiot. Um, and it's just like okay, so he's athletic and smart and hardworking, and he has that hair. CIA got lucky grabbing him. 
Uh, let me ask that beer. Yeah, he drinks a beer. He's a beer. He's everybody. He's a guy you'd love to have a beer with. Me, I want to meet Jack okay. Ryan. Hen, uh, or not Hen, freaking Matt. I was watching this with Hen. Appreciate the compliment. Hen started. <laughs> <laughs> Hen started freaking out because Jack Ryan, Jim, uh, or John Krasinski yeah. rides his freaking bike to the CIA where he works. Uh, Jack, as the uh, DC native, wouldn't this be ridiculous for someone to ride their bike from downtown DC? Oh yeah, the fucking oh, yeah. CIA. I, I didn't even think about it's that. It's in past. fucking McLean, Virginia, basically. So, it's Langley, but it's in McLean. So Henry and I grew up literally next to the CIA. Our school was across the street. We were the <laughs> closest pl- thing to the CIA, the Central Intelligence Agency, of anybody. To get from to cross the bridge, <laughs> it's like <laughs> that's like a good deal of miles, and it's also like. We're You're talking going uphill the whole time through, but like not densely like, wooded, two lanes of traffic, no bike lane. There, it's think, not a bike ride. This I, isn't a bike ride. I think there are bike lanes because I feel like I did something like that once, but it's like that's like an hour ride every day. You can't do that while wearing a tie. No, the answer is no. The answer is hard no. You can't. Do that. <laughs> I did, I just realized. I just put that together. Unless he lives in McLean. I was biking from a client. I used to bike to school sometimes in the summer. Yeah. When we go to like football workouts. <laughs> so, by the way, Matt, hardcore Matt, you got to the end of episode two with us, right? You missed yeah, a did. little bit of the first episode, but you, you get the gist. I watched actually three last night, so <laughs> yeah. I've really seen it. Yeah. He's a like doctor it? of economics who kicks ass. He's and he a, rode crew. And he rode crew because yeah. he's got the build for it. And he won't, he won't <laughs> he backstab. Does. He does. He does. He actually does. That, he does. That, you got to give it to him. Yeah, he, he, does. he won't backstab his boss. Uh, his boss... <laughs> Was kind of a dick to him. Yeah, he's struggling with his own Muslimness. <laughs> he's struggling with being Muslim. Too. Yeah, I hate to in like, today's yeah, America. Make fun of that. Um, but who's a bigger Is American? That? Yeah. Oh yeah, that's Jack a plot Bauer line. or Jack Ryan. <laughs> right I, now, I, I mean, I'm always going Jack Ryan. I'm always saying, I I know Jack Ryan's bio. He was president <laughs> multiple times, separate terms. Can any of you guys tell no, me? No, no. So we'll wait. So Jack Ryan was the president, obviously, after all this. Is it Buchanan, stuff. by the way? It wasn't Buchanan. The, you know the question I was about to ask? Is it Garfield? Who the uh, fucking... The, the only president to they, serve yeah. separate terms. <laughs> this is an absolute tangent. But it was... Uh, separate terms? It's late Sorry, 1800s. Sorry, like not back to back. Late 1800s. It's after... So he, he, he served as president, somebody else served as president, and then he ran again and served as president again. John Quincy Adams? Uh, not JQA. It's it's late it's post it's post <laughs> Lincoln on. it's late 1800s it's pre Teddy it's post Abe I, I don't know this answer <laughs> it's in that list of forgotten presidents uh, it's uh, Grover Cleveland Grover I'm just kidding now um, <laughs> uh, well you don't even know. no <laughs> I want I want to double check before I say it so I don't seem like an idiot <laughs> get the trivia. <laughs> From the guy who's fucking. You are not Jack Ryan. <laughs> you are no Jack Ryan. Jack O'Shea. <laughs> You're as ugly or more Irish brother. I'm telling you, it's right in that late 1800s. It's pre-Teddy, post-Abe. But what does that? What does that even mean, though? Like, can, you na- can you rattle off all the late 1800s presidents? Well, Johnson immediately follows him, and then it's that's where it gets murky. <laughs> yeah, there you <laughs> from go. There, <laughs> so what are we even talking from about? From there to Polk, it's you know, <laughs> fucking, I don't know flip a coin yeah <laughs> truthfully for me it's like it's like from him to ike i'm kind of like <laughs> who gives a shit i was right Clover cleveland nice did i say cleveland no i did as a kind of a i, said, I guess well, buchanan what was my, my first question? guess i thought that might have been
than my first guess. What? Let me circle back to my question. What was your question? Who's more of an American? Oh, yeah. Who's a greater American? Well, it depends on your definition. Jack Bauer, Jack Ryan. So, you, so do you remember what Jack Bauer, Jack Bauer's from 24, that was Kiefer Sutherland's character. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, in wartime, it's Jack Bauer. I got, I got in a, peacetime, it's Jack, but, it's Jack Ryan. I got, <laughs> I got, well, I got think another... about the two different things, Jack, that they are, which is the Jack Bauer, his whole character yeah. revolved around sometimes you got to beat terrorists up really <laughs> bad. Dude I, dude, I think Jack Ryan has that too. Does he? I think Jack Ryan's very Indiana Jones where it's like he's a scholar. Yeah. When you get down to the nitty gritty, he's got the stones to pull off. Yeah. Uh, I got a better question for you. Instead of Jack Ryan, Jack Bauer, who's better American, Jack O'Shea, Jack Neuheisel? That's a Five, good question. Four, we're, just, we're just all three, new Jack. <laughs> two, one. What uh, decade am I answering this? Wrong <laughs> <laughs> right. uh, you can do multiple decades. I don't know how that affects your question. I I, I have no idea. I have yeah, no idea how I've gotten here. Jack, my, my you know you're a great American, that, by the way. Was that yeah. I feel like Jack o, Jack O'Shea could have led men a very long time ago, and I think Newhouse's got the stuff to do it for for the future. Ooh, I like that idea. Yeah, I think I think I would have. I think you would. I think you have a tough time uh, with. Uh, today's youth, uh, <laughs> explaining to them your your feelings and your ideas for them, <laughs> getting getting to them. I'm, I'm, I'm like, all right, pussies. Uh, <laughs> why don't you stop being so soft? So here, here you watch me do it. Oh, yeah, it's just <laughs> let, just let me fucking do it. <laughs> I am a little too intense for today's. You get a little Ron Swanson to you. Yeah, you're, you're showing off Wooden's pyramid of success. I very much have. Right, now everybody tie your shoes. <laughs> yeah. so I come back with lesson two. I get very disgusted by laziness. Yeah. I mean, we and, just got done talking about how guys should be, when they get their MBA, they should also be getting their JD. And yeah. they're like, well, they should all be getting it. I, mean, I, think, I, think, it, I think if you go. Because it's hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We don't do things take. because they're easy. Like, shaking his head like, I, I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to sound like such a hardo to the people listening. We don't. Listen, people. We don't do things because they are easy. We do because they're hard. Okay? Nerds. No. We uh, will not go to the moon because it is easy, but because it is hard. Listen to a JFK book and understand that Bobby Kennedy is the best Kennedy brother. Moving on. I'm a Bobby guy. I don't know. Same. <laughs> show me one Teddy guy, and I'll show you a communist. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. Uh, we so, have gotten out yeah. of Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, we were talking about Jack Ryan. Right now, would you recommend it? Go. Are you going to watch more episodes? Yes. Matt, are you going to watch more episodes? I'm going to watch more episodes. There's not a lot on right now. Yeah. I'm also, I'm going to watch more episodes. Let me tell you, I think it's more funny than it is good right now. Agreed. Let me say something else. I don't like the jabs they're pulling at our American military. I think we wouldn't just get fucking run through like that in episode two. You'll see. Oh, yeah. So, too, those are the French, just so you know. And that's the podcast. <laughs> there you go. Oh, it's the French? <laughs> Typical. Um, <laughs> there you go. That's the podcast. Uh, no musical guests this week, uh, just because we've been on the run and stuff like that. But the cafe is back open next week. Unfortunately, our amps broke, so we don't have anybody. But uh, we'll play our theme song just again on the way out, because, God, it's sexy. I made it, but I am fully turned on by it. It makes me uncomfortable. It turns me on. <laughs> it's really good. It's sultry. Ah, uh, yeah. Hit it. Let's Until go next week. Let's go bowling. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hey, Johnny. What's up? What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Yeah. Well, you know, that's just like your opinion, man. At no point were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought.
Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. I award you no point. Wow. 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 And may God have mercy on your soul.